All right, out to the lines, back with my esteemed guests, and I will let him introduce himself. Here we are. The floor is yours, my friend. What's going on, family? Um, so my name is Patrick Murdy. Um, I live in New York City. I'm like a TikTok creator, uh, kind of. And then uh, <laughs> my day job is like project manager, setting things up at tech companies like the big ones. But um, really, like what I'm trying to do is just like help people get jobs right now or like upskill. Um, so that's sort of like my content niche is like upskilling, right? Awesome. So a little bit of background. Did you go to college? Did you go the boot camp route? Did you, what, what's your kind of thing? How did you break first, like break into tech as some would say? So um, I went to university. I went to St. John's University in Jamaica, Queens. And ah. um, I was a transfer though. So like I went to community for like a semester and then transferred over. Um, and but beyond that, no boot camps. My major was finance. And then what I did was just like all certifications, like upskilling, like to just be able to get into the jobs that I'm in today was like nothing matched, man. Like, so, nothing so how did you go from typical finance bro in college to like seeking out certifications and like wanting to work in tech? Like, how did you make that transition in your career there? See, this is such a funny story. So like, I was in real estate. So like I was like building office space for tech companies and I got my job from oh, man. Okay. a fraternity brother, right? Because it, I majored in finance. So I was thinking, okay, I'm going to be an analyst or something. That's like an easy, like 70, 80 K or something like right out, right out of college. Hell yeah, yeah. of course. So then <laughs> I'm applying all these jobs and I'm not getting them. And I'm like, man like so <laughs> i had to call the fraternity brother to help me out um but <laughs> doing something in the bay area building office space for like tech companies like salesforce twitch all of them. oracle yeah the big boys up there oracle exactly and um so i went there and i was like that was the start of my project career so i was doing all of the stuff to these construction projects together um it was like some of the sexiest office spaces, man. Like the way I was working in the scene, right? That I saw how nice the office spaces were. So I was like, man, like my office isn't that nice. <laughs> um, and so then this recruiter reached out to me. And this was around the time Facebook had the data leak. So they had so many people. Um, they were hiring so many people to get into their like global security programs to help um to help fix like some of those like issues right yeah um and so i was one of those i was one of those team members and um the way i got the job was uh the recruiter called me because she thought my resume was a tech resume but it was a construction resume because it said all of the names like salesforce twitch whatever yeah. so i thought it was like actually that was a techie but i was just like a real estate like construction person so um she was like i'm not going to submit your resume unless you have certifications at least um because you majored in finance nothing makes sense that's I went, not adding up here yeah it's like so i went and got 
a bunch of certifications in like global security, um, sort of uh, operationalizing like programs and like uh, Scrum, like that's sort of where I got a lot of yeah. skills. These like certifications, put them on the resume, got the interview. The the lady liked me, and then that's how I got the job. That's how I got into tech. Was that? That was the story, man. That's so funny. Did she give you a list of certifications that you needed to look for, or was did you just kind of go out and search like? something that pertains to the job description? Good question. So what I did was um, I looked up all the keywords that are on the preferred qualifications. Bro. I just like made sure I got certifications related to the keywords because it's like if you have exactly what they're looking for or at least do some research on like what they're looking for. That's more than the person that like didn't do that. You know what I mean? So like, it's sort of the easiest way to get like more points for your resume. Um, and that's like the number one play right now. That's, that is that's such a free game, dude. Like no one knows about that. That's so big. Yeah. And like some of it's free or what some 29.99 a month, like whatever. Yeah, it's just straight from Google. A lot of the certs you can get there. Or I don't know where you got a lot of yours from, but there's just Google. I know there's, I think Scrum Alliance is another website you can get a lot of that from. Like, there's so many where you can get free or very cheap certifications from. I've got a couple videos on that. And LinkedIn, Udemy, Coursera, all three of them are just like knocked out of the park. That's where a lot of free education is going on. I think... You know what? I think General Assembly, this is some new info. So General Assembly, um, they actually signed a deal um, with, I think it was like Google to like help um, build a curriculum to like upskill workers for like free or like super cheap. Like Google would create jobs, like open up jobs. Um and then General Assembly, or I, I'm told, I think I'm screwing up the name, but it's probably General Assembly. Yeah. They would make the curriculum that you could take if you don't have like any college degree and you could just like, like you're getting trained to literally get the job at Google. At, at Google. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like laundry on campus. Like, you got to do that. That is so crazy. That's just like, Again, people, this is why I really wanted to have you on because you have all these secret gems that it's not even that they're secrets, but people aren't taking the time to look at that stuff or they're not using social media to the ways that they probably should, where there's people like you putting out their free content on how to change people's lives. And it's all for free on TikTok and people are too busy watching people dance on TikTok. <laughs> Focus up, <laughs> right? Focus up, people. <laughs> So on that note, where, what are you currently working on? And then we can kind of jump into how you decided to get in that direction or like where you're at now. Yeah, for sure. Um, what I'm working on right now is, um, so in, I'm first going to talk about like what it's like being a project manager first and like what the setup looks like. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so I think this is important because when you're a PM, the deals that you're getting, right, 
you might start at like like 65k right for like a small scope project you're sort of you've got a manager you know what i mean 65k to like 85k right if you've got, if you got a good deal you negotiate a good deal at a good company now these deals are like not really priced well because recruiters take most of the deals because if you get a contracting role you'll be going through a third-party company so um the thing here is like what you want to do is like set up like an llc uh, or like a corporation as soon as you can because then you could sign corp to corp deals um where you could then pay into the corporation and then like you could then pay yourself a minimum wage yeah but you could then qualify for like tax deductions and like all of the tax benefits of like owning your own business tons of write-offs how did you go about like getting into that on a contract basis because i know a lot of people when they're first coming out of college and whatnot they're looking for just a normal salary job how did you take advantage of the contract signings or the contract basis of this all Uh, i'm gonna be honest with you man like I was always talking to my girl about, like, I was always complaining about working the nine to five, like sitting at the desk, like, and Hey, I'm not knocking the nine to five. Like I I do it right now. If anything, I'm more into my nine to fives than ever. I have so many computer screens in front of me right now. <laughs> like, um, but the thing is, it's like, you got to take the steps to like set yourself up out of out of it out of the sequence of things you know what i mean so um i started getting into it um right after grad like looking into what type of business would i want to set up or like how would i even set up a business but it did take some years like it took like maybe like four or five years like to really figure out how i could like all right i could set the corp up and like start negotiating deals through uh, third parties so like because the role comes from and i'm about to answer right now your question about how do you go about this with third party companies. yeah so like the the job rec goes from the client like let's say google or samsung right and then it will go to the third party recruitment company and so that recruitment company will do the brokering between you and the client and then that third party, they're able to set either corp to corp or W2 type setups um, because they're the ones sort of with the rec. They could determine those things. Google doesn't oh. really care. Um, Google doesn't really care about that. There's parameters that they have set, right, for what type of contractual obligation they have, but they're contracted through the third. This is a contract through the third party. And then you could come up with any deal you want with the third party just to get on that just to get on that rec right so Dang. get in that, in that role so when you start thinking like that like oh this is anything's up for grabs the first number that you get you're not gonna want to say yes to because like they're really taking a lot off the table like you're able to negotiate then like better benefits or like like it's not as good as like a full-time where like full-time it's like you're getting the best of it all plus financial advisors plus like everything but if you haven't decided on like what team you want to get it you know what team you want to work at long term or um 
do you want to work out long term and like what you want to do long term then maybe yeah. it's better to just like do the contract thing move around figure out oh actually it's marketing instead of the global security it's too nerdy over there things way cooler like you have this chance to be able to the freedom to do it with contracts you know that's so interesting i never would have even begin to like think about that in, in terms of like negotiating all of that stuff too that's insane so what type of deal do you have like like tell me about like where you're working at right now and just sort of like what's that setup like i want to hear a little bit about you man yeah so the way that i guess my contract works it's a normal kind of w2 just normal w2 contract with the company so i work directly for a software development company that's based out of DC. And we have a contract basis with a bunch of different like DOD programs. So I'm involved with a ton of marketing that's either internal facing or facing towards software factories within individual branches of the military. So it's super, super like off the books and like interesting to me because my dad was a uh, a long time Marine for like 20 years. And now he transitioned out of the Marine. So I felt like, eh, I should go back and do my best to, to help serve the, the country the best I can. And this is where I found my, my need to, to do that. At. I had no idea. I was talking to Captain America on the podcast <laughs> right now. Well, honestly, man, like that is, that is such a cool like thing that you're doing. Like what a scene, huh? Like it's awesome. Yeah, man. One of the projects we work on is directly catered to, we work actually directly with Google and we work with the growth with Google certificates and we enable outgoing airmen, Marines, everyone like that. So they get their jobs in like UX design, project management, all that stuff. So nice. directly tied to, to what you're doing over at Google. Yeah. It's sort of like the same mission. Like yours is just like, formal mine's like super like informal i'm not even sure what's nda actually i can't believe i just said that i obviously know what <laughs> i'm allowed to say right like <laughs> it's a weird line between like it's different wording i guess like i sign contracts with like different levels of security that i can really like talk about like top secret status or like higher things like that. And then there's some people like yourself who talk about like NDAs and whatnot. So like every industry has something different with like disclosure agreements. <laughs> yeah. Right. All those terms and conditions that you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just throw the key out on that one. I can't talk about that. Sure. Sure. <laughs> so when did you start posting content and like, how did you land on the type of content you wanted to post? Good questions. Um, I started posting content like maybe like two years ago. Actually, if you want a story, I could give you a story right now. This is like, so I started posting. This is what we're here for, man. We love the story time. I was, <laughs> I was posting on YouTube, right, years ago. Like, I was a like a child on. I was a child posting on YouTube. They had no terms and conditions, pretty much. <laughs> um they had no community guidelines pretty much like um it was not sophisticated it was like built with like a piece of paper and a marker that was like the first version of youtube and so um i was like putting 
sneaker videos up. I was having videos because one of my friends, family friends, is a DJ, St. John. This is a shout out. St. John on 99.7 in the Bay Area. Everyone knows that station. He's like <laughs> the man on there, right? So he's got crazy sneakers, like a garage, like a garage full of sneakers, rare sneakers, a whole like two bedrooms full of, full of shoes. Like, damn, um, he's got it. He's got everything you could think of, like the oldest versions of all of these retro Jordans that you could ever think of. Um, and I was like taking the sneakers. I was going to his house because we were family friends, like hanging out at the, at the crib, like go get the sneaker. I'm taking a video, <laughs> like showing everybody these on, you know what I mean? Like on YouTube. Just flexing uh, his collection. And they, they know this kid's uploading like, damn, look at this 11 year old kid. He's got like the most insane Jordan collection ever. <laughs> no, I was actually, I was reviewing them. So like talking about the materials, like the oh. cool look at the suede. This is a high quality Air Jordan. Like <laughs> such a nerd. Uh, so I, the only reason I stopped was because all this, all the J's were so much money, right? They're like, yeah, I was this kid getting access to all these J's to be able to make these videos. And so they were just roasting me for being Indian, like, Hey, did you, how many shifts did you pull at 7-Eleven for those, for those United fours? And because it was before community guidelines, I was like, I was thinking everyone's going to be like, damn, man, like those days were fire, like, but nah, like, it's... I, so <laughs> so I just took it all down, man, and just deleted, deleted being a content creator up until like the quarantine happened. And I was like, just sitting at home on the computer and i was like this is it you know what i mean like <laughs> just the computer like let me have some fun and so yeah. i started making videos about like anything and everything first it was like the gamestop uh gamestop stuff like the meme stocks and then it was like about new york city and now we ended up in project management as like the niche which is like such a specific niche you know um you really just gotta try stuff like just try anything like literally just make a vid just make sure you get the hashtags good and just get it off because like you never know like where that the algorithm will take the video to what people will see it and you know to how many followers you'll get like such a scene so are you like a big believer in like I guess like niching down or like sticking to one form of content on a platform or how do you decide like what videos to post? It's a good question. It's like, you got to think tactically for me. At first I was just like, Oh, I'll just throw it all out there, whatever. <laughs> but people come to the page and they're like, man, what is he posting? Like, look at all of these random videos. He's just going through camera roll. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> he's not even doing it um, with no plan. So why would I follow him? You know what I mean? So um, I started to learn like, oh, maybe if I just focus on something for like a couple weeks and try it out, let's see how people would like it. And around that time was when the GameStop thing was going on. So oh, being able to yeah. cover that in like real time, like, oh, this just happened on the Reddit. Oh, this is what they just posted. Like, 
this is what's going on like people loved it and then like the videos just took off um you also had a unique perspective too like you're living in new york city where that's like the financial hub of the world and people are like look at this guy in new york talking about gamestop like your content was set to pop off whether you thought about it like that or not it just sounds like the like the overarching theme of the content was like ready to pop that's interesting that you say that i didn't even really think about it like that like <laughs> Um, I was really thinking about it like, look at what's going on right now. This is like, my perspective was this. It was, man, these little people really are trying to pick a fight with these hedge funds. Like, it was in, it was an insane narrative that we've been wanting to see like for, for years. This is like, this is what everyone wants to see. And so um, being able to cover that, myself a bunch of creators actually got started from doing that like yeah. Mike, and he's got like maybe about 20k um and he like heavily was posting about the same thing um now he posts like finance stuff um and then and then he's now on india talk like <laughs> india talk. all the indians are in, are on his page it's um it's hella funny like how he chose his niche you know that's so <laughs> funny uh, <laughs> that's that's funny you said it too like that's how i kind of like the podcast grew a lot for me because um one of the guys that i regularly do the show with um shout out jamie bell we posted an episode and it was just called like the retail trader fights back. And that was like one of our most downloaded episodes ever and like most watched on all platforms and everything. So kind of like that, where that content creation side really took off for a smaller creator like myself too. So it's not just like you or anyone else. It's like everyone was popping off right there. Yeah. Like it's, it's kind of fascinating seeing like the waves of influencers, like, um, like myself, uh, Colin, right. Who was on yep. the, on the pod before, like, we're all sort of a part of the same class, like you, for example, all part of the same class where like our followers are pretty much the same people. Like you see the same comments, not same comments, but from the same people on like other people's videos, um, which is like really fascinating because we're talking to the same audience. Um, yeah almost like we're in a classroom and there's like a couple teachers you know what i mean talking in the class like it's such a fascinating concept um but yeah paying attention like it's been it's been like a fun ride it's been a fun ride growing with other creators for sure and that's um, the thing do you look at yourself as like an influencer or where did you when did that kind of hit like when did it hit you that you were someone that people look at in their daily life for content um that's fascinating like i think i saw myself as like an influencer once like some of the videos started to go up a little bit more and people started asking questions like how could i do that like how could i do this like i need help with this and like just seeing all of the the comments like at first was so intimidating Right. But then you start to realize like these people like really kind of like need you. They need honest answers. They need like information to be able to guide their own lives. And like, I'm grateful that the topics that I'm talking about aren't like BS, like they help people, um, upskill and, and get their, get their jobs. So like for me, um, 
I started to realize it once the comments started to come in. Um, that's when I started to really take it seriously. And that's one of the things like I made uh, kind of a similar like meme topic of um, of like there was a, a, a sound that went viral on TikTok. It was the material girl sound. I don't know if you're familiar with that one, but it was, I posted that and then I listed a bunch of other things that my fiance buys. And then I said, I work at my tech job to support my fiance spending habits and things like that. And it just popped off. And it wasn't like negative comments or anything like that. It was comments of like, how did you do this? Like, what did you take to get better at marketing? Or like, what did you do to become a product manager? Like there was always so many different comments like that, just asking for help. So like, that's when I really found out like people like you are needed in this community. It's, it's kind of fun too. Like I'm not even about to make it seem like, Oh, I'm like such a necessary environment. It's like, if you can help out, if you can help people out, like you should be doing that. Um, yeah, that's sort of like, what my mom sort of like put me up as like if people need help like and you could you got the info just give them the game um uh yeah and that's like why i'm on the side of like that's why i think that you are an essential part of like this quote-unquote like influencer community because there's so many fake guru people out there that are just like charging like you said for their 300 dollars drop shipping courses out there that aren't going to really help people so like i think you being transparent with your platform is what's really amazing. Like your mom said, like help people if you have the knowledge. That's facts. That's facts. And what's interesting about what you just said right now about e-com, I kind of do appreciate a lot of people putting up courses and <sighs> argue, arguably like, and so I'm not about to say I'm coming out of the course because I'm not like, <laughs> I am saying this though, which is a lot of people, institutions, all right, bigger answer, right? Institutions, they rarely change their curriculum. They go through curriculum evaluations, like on a quarterly basis, probably annually basis. Um, but rarely does the curriculum change and it kind of depends on like the teacher also to stay in those confines of like what's given to them, right? Yeah. From like the district. And so with that in mind, it's like, there's a lot of programs that, for example, in rich communities, because they have more funding, they're able to buy, buy that information, integrate it into their, their setups, right. And then re-educate their teachers. Whereas like in poor communities, it's like, you can't invest in new curriculum sometimes. And so it's kind of key for like someone that has worked maybe at like a Netflix or something, talk in product. Right. I worked in marketing on like a big scale or even like how to set up like a program or negotiate something like being yeah. able to jump into any of these communities, buy some info that's specific and necessary steps that you could take to like do the same thing. Like that is super valuable. And like you're going to see more platforms like LinkedIn all of those schools are going to be partnering with, with these programs to do online, online courses, right? Signed by Harvard, signed by like uh, Cal State, whatever. Um, but that's what they're doing, and like it's, that's going to be the move is like these like individual courses from everybody, you know. It's the war of information, man. Whoever has it has it, and is always like you said, upscaling and doing better in society. Facts. Facts. So what are your current 
I've heard a lot about your normal career and nine to five and things like that. What are you passionate about outside of, of work and things like that? You were mentioning that you went to a, a crypto event or real estate event that where you met with Col- Colin the other day. So what was, is that something you're, you're super passionate about? I know on your LinkedIn, it says it's uh, crypto blockchain and real estate. So I'm assuming and those are a few things. Such a nerd. I know I put in the LinkedIn bio. <laughs> um or the linkedin like caption but uh yeah like i'm interested in so something about me is like i'm interested in everything new like nfts blockchain crypto anything that's thought-provoking like i love all of those topics so so yeah hitting the event running into colon i didn't even know he was gonna be there um and like literally pulled up i was like I've been living in New York City, but not going to events. I've just sort of been going to restaurants, getting fat, like, <laughs> hitting the bar scene here and there. Scene, like, <laughs> like, let me learn something. So I found this like chain link event, um, and it was like pretty interesting. They had a couple panelists from there, um, from like other small cap coins that are sort of like looking to grow. Um, and so I walk in and Colin, mad professional talking to, yeah. talk to people. So yeah, I'm like, at the bottom, I was like, bro, what's going on? He was like, whoa, it's like, but <laughs> in real life, it was like, it was such a funny, funny interaction. Um, but yeah, like kicking it with him, with him was like pretty fun. That's so crazy. So how did you get into the whole the whole crypto scene. I know you have the real estate background with that, but how did you get into the whole crypto and blockchain scene? Crypto. Um, I got into the scene in 2017 when, you know, okay. Ethereum, Bitcoin, like there were, you were seeing some headlines that it, a lot of coins hit crazy peaks around that time. So that's when I started really paying attention and like, but I wasn't really making anything around that time like that was fresh out of college um and so i didn't even want i couldn't even go as far as i wanted to with my plays right um and so over the years though i've been accumulating and like paying more attention and educating myself and like man that's that's the scene right there like um it's it's changing so many things and it's useful um yeah i i'm a heavy proponent of like crypto bitcoin um especially nfts um yeah that's crazy do you have it's all the next question i'll like wrap those two together like what are your plans for the future of like your content and then do nfts and crypto fall into that plan good question i'm about to start i've got a couple um series that i'm about to drop related to new york city i feel like i've really hammered in this project management like <laughs> Like, like, bro, I've like really reached like the entire project management island, right? Like this is as far as it goes with project management. Um, so I'm switching it up. Like, I really want to focus on like, all right, you move to a new, new spot, right? How do you integrate yourself? Right. Especially in a place like New York city. Um, there's hella young kids that hit me about this. Um, how do you get, how do you get to, how do you have fun? How do you make friends? How do you get to these parties? Like you want to be in the scene. You want to get the best out of this environment. Like I'm about to be posting the series on living in New York city soon. That's so cool. And it's, 
I, I actually saw one of your recent videos about that of like so many people would really benefit from that. And it's, it's crazy to me that people are having to, I guess, find that new experience. Like making friends as an adult is, is so weird. And I feel, I feel weird calling myself an adult. Like I'm only 27 and I still feel young as ever, like still not even hitting my prime. But when you talk about like making friends and you're like, no, that's, that's so scary. I can't go talk to that person. <laughs> that's so funny, man. Like, I, it's so funny that you say that because that's legit true. Like, that's so true. Everyone that everyone's so used to like making friends in school. It's like what you get in the real world. Um, and the game difficulty level increases. Yeah. I guess. Like I always had friends like, in through college it was like either through sports or like like you said like going out doing the whole fraternity thing or like drinking whatever like you always had built-in friends but like when you come an adult it's like dang my coworkers aren't that cool and like they're old and have kids so <laughs> yeah right? like how do you meet people and if you're not using social then how are you meeting people and how don't even say oh i don't want people in my business like you're not snowden like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, post something, use the sites, like, don't be so Hollywood about it, right? Like, um, and so, yeah, I, I meet, meet people on, let me tell you this, this is fire. There are these food blogger friends, uh, the sweet life of Lena on Instagram. And she's posts like some of the best food spots in New York City, the best content, right? And she's got good style. So DM, right? We start talking about something that we relate to or whatever. And then friends, you know what I mean? So now I'm friends yeah. with, um, with this like food blogger because we both related on, she was in a long distance relationship. So was I with like my girl. And so now I go to food events with her in New York City. Um, and what that goes to show is, and also I'm a nobody. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, um, anybody could like make friends with everybody and you don't need to be mega popular. You just need to like really like somebody or like how they're moving and like compliment them and like shout them out and like do cool shit and to like make them feel good. Exactly. Like, go out. To, I mean, the, the biggest thing that I'll say on that topic of like you, I'm sure the series is going to be bomb and things like that, but it's being interested in other people, like gets you or gets their attention. So like, if you want to make friends with someone, just be interested in their life and they'll probably reciprocate the same energy to you, you know, or they just don't, they don't like you at all. That's not the cup of tea for everyone. <laughs> exactly. But you know, that's, that's for you to uncover. And that's yeah. the one part of life is like, you never know what you're going to get. Um, and I try to stay extremely positive, especially with the content thing. Cause if you like get in a mental rut, then sometimes getting content out really does get stuck. You never end up posting the thing because you like feel low self-esteem and like, you gotta, you gotta watch your mind, like while you're interacting with everyone. Cause like, you never want to compare yourself, but you always want to like add value to every every situation so like be careful like be gentle you know what i mean like 100 that's, that's i'm like feeling about it and there's 
like you went through the the comments of like some hate comments back in the day so like you know how it feels with that but like to anyone i guess i'll drop some knowledge on to anyone who's like wanting to get into content and things like that there's going to be those people but they'll get outweighed by people who are way more helpful and positive as i'm sure you hack you can attest to oh yeah now it's like i put me on put me on brown boy talk or india talk whatever <laughs> like that's what i was getting clowned over was like who i am it's like i can't even switch that up and you're just clowning on me because like these jays are like the hottest things you've ever seen you know what i mean like really? that's not- so crazy that people were trying to clown you like that like one of my favorite i guess like influencers now is like he's indian i don't know if you it's uh he was on a podcast called my first million uh sean purry on twitter shout out to him but he's a famous like investor and like crypto guy now too and he's this big indian dad and he's just hilarious like his content is phenomenal nice. i don't know why anyone would make fun of people who for just being who they are but it's 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 i don't take it too serious like you know i'm one to make like offensive jokes sometimes like i've got like a dry <laughs> where i love seinfeld love curb your enthusiasm like it's all about being like as offensive as you can be but in like an educated way yeah um, <laughs> that's what the that humor is and so for me i i take the comments but i also address them like i love responding i love how they added that respond Bro, feature that is the best TikTok. i'll be responding to people man like hey man you don't have any profile picture like but you're talking about this like <laughs> call them out like i love the scene that we're in right now because we get to be more interactive like yeah i, I do not shy away from interaction i jump towards it you know and this is i had this discussion with my one of my buddies the other day like how old are you actually 27 yeah so same age and then like you also grew up playing video games too like i don't know if you, you played modern warfare too like you understood what those lobbies were all about like people were calling everyone horrible names so i grew up with thick skin i know what it's all about now and anti-semitism was yeah, yeah. The, air. the whole know, like, thing like the worst things like and to be honest with you i'm not trying to get canceled right now but i'm going to say that i thought it was so much fun like yeah. hearing the freedom of speech being able to say shit to be, or say things to people like call them out like i think that's so fun but I do think though bullying is real and like kid, you never want to push somebody. So like there should be community guidelines though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so you're not going to be on, uh, on Elon Musk's side here of, of freeing up Twitter is what I'm hearing you say. Oh, so yeah, that's, that's something else. Like, um, I agree with that play. I totally do. Like being someone that's worked at those companies, like I'm not even going to say too much. Just, I totally affirm that that move like it's all about being more free than controlling narratives this is see, yeah, this is i could dive into such a longer conversation with this but i will <laughs> leave you with a few things the it's called outside the lines for a reason there's outside the lines of of business so what are you do you have any other hobbies like sports do you play like do you are you big in working out what's your kind of thing are you a gamer what's your deal Definitely. Um, I'm a huge basketball guy and I'm looking at the Lakers and I'm like, man, there's so much firepower. And you're almost thinking to yourself, is there too much firepower? Like you're a little, like, I want everyone to win. 
but I just don't feel like they're gonna they're gonna figure it out over here. Like, and that's such a pessimistic view. I hope to be wrong. I hope to be wrong because I want Braun to get more rings than Jordan. I want that. Oh man, I uh, want that. Cancel the interview. This. <laughs> I wish I would have known that before, man. This is those are his fighting words. <laughs> I want Braun. I want Braun to <laughs> change it up, man. Switch it up. Make everyone mad. Yo, we could we could probably have some some great debates over some drinks, man. That'd be awesome. So you're you're probably loving the. I don't know if you've been hit with it on TikTok. I don't know how much content you consume on TikTok, but there's. I don't know what gym it is, but it's in Chicago and it overlooks that skyline, and it is such a beautiful scene there. I think I, I think I just saw this like maybe yesterday. It's got the like modern sort of light fixtures. Um, they're sort of like make it like a maze. Yeah. Of, and it's like sky view, right? Skybox. It's so crazy, man. I'm, so I don't play basketball much anymore, but if, if I were trying to get back into the gym, that would be the place to do it. There is this funny story that I have. Um, I, when I was working at Google, they have basketball courts there in Sunnyvale, like right near Moffitt, Moffitt Park. Um, yeah. So like, uh, there's this like other senior program manager. Me and him got so close. Um, he was just like such a cool guy. He was like a someone to look up to. Was just sort of like guide your experience at Google. It was like my first time working there, um, and so I kind of like looked to him for like a lot of advice. And so we played ball um, on the court one day. I finally brought my shoes, right, to play with him. And he's like 40-something, like with kids, right? And he scraped me. Like, I was just huffing and puffing. Like, I haven't played ball in so long. Like, when I saw my performance, I'm shooting up, like, completely missing, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he's just draining things like super aggressive get to the rim like i was i was like i need to get to the gym more like i am i can't be this bad getting smoked by 40 year olds that's like there's a similar buddy of mine now like I, this is, goes back to like the power of social media and us just like reaching out things like that met a guy he's older and he lives in austin now and he's he was an original investor in deep eddie the vodka company and he is the same way like he's 40 something 50 years old now and he just will be at the gym every single day like crossing kids and he's like yeah when you're out in austin like we got to get in the gym together and i'm like i'm not about to get put on a poster (laughs) board by some 50 year old man it's not happening you already know (laughs) that's why he's asking you he's like i've been working for this moment just to like really get this body right now i know for a fact he wanted to, he, he, he was like hustling me because I'm talking about this guy that I was playing ball with at Google. Yeah. He was hustling me because he was totally understating how like physically fit he was. Yeah, man. I'm just behind this desk. I'm not, I'm not playing. Yeah. I don't have time Come for on, that. Eric. <laughs> like you're playing, like let's get on the court. And then he's got his muscle t-shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> his muscles i'm like 
you're kidding like you actually are you've been working for this i have not i have not been working for the for basketball recently but that's how it was man that's so funny dude what's the out oh, because you do a ton of things right now like you said content creating uh full-time job what's the what's the guilty pleasure in your life do you have a favorite show that you watch are you binge watching football on a sunday what's your thing that's that's interesting uh for me i'm just so hyped up on these things right now so um like like for example like i told you that story about food bloggers in new york city for me i love sort of being in the scene so like i've got a couple friends that like they manage some some of the steakhouses in New York. Some of them, like one of my friends, an owner of like two one two steakhouse. So like I love food experiences. I'm going to all of these restaurants. I'm in the scene. Like whatever the latest latest thing is, like I gotta I gotta experience it. And um, that's like my guilty pleasure is like food. This is food. This is this is turning out to be good. I need to make up. I'm gonna get off here. I'm gonna. It's not (laughs) good. I have a sweet tooth and I eat dessert at all of these places. And this dental bill, man, like, (laughs) oh my God. Like, I have to be full time to get that insurance. You know, (laughs) like, man. (laughs) This is, I'm gonna, once we get off here, I'm gonna go book a flight this summer. I'm gonna come out there and start eating right like you. This is this is good news. <laughs> the scenes here. Let me know whenever you're here, bro. <laughs> that's so funny, man. So how did you? That's I have so many other questions about like the food scene. Like, what? How did you even get wrapped up in that? That's crazy. So I'm gonna talk a little bit about this, like in this, like the new series. But essentially, oh, you we know, it. we'll cap it. Go ahead. Coming to coming to New York. Coming to New York. It's like. How do you integrate yourself like you sort of want to figure out what are the hot spots like where are your friends at who are the people that are like you or the scene that you want to be in and it's like for me like i always wanted to be in the scene like where the deals are getting made or like where the funds being had like um and it doesn't need to be expensive it just needs to be like fun um or like yeah. exciting um, with like cool people. And so the segment's going to go into like telling people to talk to the waiters, figure out who the doormen are, figure out who the manager is and send them emails. Like, Hey, I was just there. The dish was amazing. Or like this staff, staff people were fire. Like then you start building reputations with these people. And then you get on the VIP list at these, these places because they want you there because you really value the experience. And so over the years, like we're, we're doing the, we're on the VIP list. Now we got the emails for some of these places and like super grateful to be able to have a table whenever you want, which is like the ultimate power. Like that's like one of the infinity stones in New York city is like, (laughs) you need to have, you need to be able to like get a table anywhere in case you have a date. For example, I have a girl, but you know, I have a fiance. Um, yeah. We've been engaged for a little a little bit but so when she's in a bad mood she's glitching out i need to have a table for her somewhere you know what i mean like we'll go down to the spot like a table's you, ready you for gotta us. have a spot a go-to spot 
And that's that's what it's, it's like when you watch those shows, Wizards of Waverly Place. All of these shows, iCarly, the, all these shows are taking place in a prime location. Seinfeld, the diner. Yeah. Right? What's your environment that you're going to have those conversations? That's so crazy. I love it. That's like, I can't wait for this series, man. It's going to be so good to like keep up with all this new content you're putting out. I, th- I think I'm hyping it up too much, but it's it's going to be just the same type of info that I'm giving out for project management, but I'm hopefully going to make just like cooler videos for, for this stuff because I'm like, I'm just a little hyped, hyped about the topic. I feel like I'm getting more out of it. Yeah. And you get putting out more, more gems there. I love it. So what this is end of the episode here, go ahead and plug all your socials, things like that. This is your time. Um, the floor is yours, man. Awesome. Happy to to share the audience and everything like that. Go show some love. So um, the handles are, so I deleted my IG for now. I need to just focus up right now. Um, but the handles are tap for insight uh, on TikTok. And I'm going to be putting, putting up videos on YouTube also, tap for insight. Um, but beyond that, I'm just a TikTok guy. So follow i got some new stuff coming focused on like new york city um and i'd love for you guys to support the content and show some love awesome man i'll send them all your way any other closing thoughts you have from the uh the episode here yeah man just like keep keep doing what you're doing like there's so many people that sort of like are in the same place right that want to be able to like voice themselves and like hype other people up and like give them info. So being able to have this platform that you have is like, is key. So thank you for that, man. Of course, man. All right, my guys, this has been out to the lines. Take care, everyone.